Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. I've been paying attention to what's going on out there, man. Yup. I've been watching you niggas stealing my ways and shit. Uh-huh. And it's getting out of control now. Out of control. I'm going to start telling you niggas like I tell my bitches. Don't watch me. Watch TV. This is pay for you, nigga. You got to pay for this. Time to brush my shoulders off, wait I had to dust my shoulders off Hey, I've been waiting, been patient, been anxious Now I'm here for, bring back me Your greatness, yes The rap I leave, jab I weave Then come back with the same jab times three I blow smoke to the heaven I'm so dope, it's a weapon Rats one big casino, I'm plotting Ocean Eleven I, I might have sold the least But I still manage to be most feared by most MCs Good, who dope is me, who close to me For sure, Bobby, nobody It's all authentic, yeah. But you better believe whatever I say, no homo. You can bet your balls I miss it. Mike check one two one two one two. Mike check one two one two one two. Mike check one two. What is this? Santana's back to business. Let's go. Mike check one two one two. Check. Mike check one two one two. Check. Mike check one two. What is this? Santana's back to business. Let's go. Bad news. I'm back, fools, get yeah, thrown up. This is that jack move. That's true, I just sneeze in a track move. God bless me, yes, that's true. So bright, so lights up for me. So light, marry the game, so right up for me. Yes. So nice, so ice up for me. Yes. Two people 
This is what we do. This is what we do. We pause. Yeah, you you all out there listening right now, if you're listening on, on the on the phone line, three four seven two one five eight five five eight, thank y'all for listening. If you're listening live on Blog Talk Radio, thank you for listening. If you're listening to us via podcast, either on our Blog Talk Radio channel or on our TSOTS app, we definitely thank you for listening. Uh, glad you could be with us. Definitely be interactive with us. We're going to get this show started. We're going to start it off with the quick three before we get into we get into battling. So tonight's quick three, we're going to begin with, uh, new, with news of a new mixtape getting ready to come out. Uh, the announcement was made on February the 28th that two very, very talented lyrical MCs from New York are going to are going to team up on a very on what should be a highly anticipated mixtape. Fabulous and Jada Kiss are going to be dropping a highly anticipated mixtape sometime in the near future. Fabulous made the announcement February 28th via his Instagram account, posting a picture of him and Jada with the uh, caption, Freddie versus Jason coming soon. That is the name of the mixtape, Freddie versus Jason, the highly uh. anticipated mixtape from the two two of the most lyrical artists uh, of the uh, mixtape era of the 90s. is going to be one of those game-changing albums, game-changing um, albums right there. There has been no word on when the mixtape will be dropping or hitting the streets, but given the fact that they have already um, they have already been seen together in a picture, I'm pretty sure it's already in the works. Let me tell you something. The moment I find out when that mixtape is dropping, I am looking for it and I am getting it. I don't care what I am getting that mixtape because that mixtape is going to be epic. With a capital that sounds epic. Bruh, I mean, like, they, I think <laughs> I think I'm all the way here for that. I'm excited. Yeah, she'll be interesting. Jason. It'll be Damn. interesting. It'll be interesting. I like I'm how shocked. they I, I like how they did that though. I like how they tied the whole Freddy versus Jason thing. I like that. Like that, yeah. So we gonna see because they both some heavy hitters, man. They got bars. Can't never say they ain't got bars. Them boys got bars. They got bars for days. So they should make for an interesting mixtape. I, I can't have wait for on that one. Mm. I can't wait for that one. I'm gonna be definitely looking for that one. I'm gonna be keeping that to make for when that drops because I'm I'm gonna get on top of that one. Real talk. Uh, staying in, in, in the news of, of new albums getting ready to drop, uh, Top Dog Entertainment has announced uh, this week a few projects that they have in the pipeline for their entire roster. Uh, the CEO of Top Dog put out an Instagram post uh, this week uh, saying what's going what's to be coming out of their, their camp coming up in 2016. Uh, Schoolboy Q and Abstos Records are getting ready to come out. Uh, SCA and Isaac Rashad are getting are in there uh, are got something coming out. Uh, Kendrick Lamar, um, his project currently has question marks. Uh, as you know, K Dot has been testing out some unreleased material on shows all all year. Um, 
So he's got something on the work. Basically, they're saying that this is going to be their year. Uh, 2016 is going to be the year for Top Dog Entertainment to really shine in the rap game. Um, right now, if you go on to uh, com and look up this story of the CEO announcing uh, new albums from his camp, there's actually a um, remix by Kendrick Lamar and Ice Cube, uh, Ain't That Fucking Kind of Hard on You. They can actually do a remix to that, which you can listen to uh, right now on uh, on the fa- on the fader.com. But, yeah, it's, um, looks like they got some... Um, they also got a picture. They got the picture of uh, the CEO's post showing where they are when it comes to their album. So yeah, 2016, they are definitely coming out with some stuff uh, for for the rap game. So look out. So definitely be on the lookout for that. And uh, finally, in the quick three, uh, two very well-known legendary rock bands have announced tours coming up. For the uh, 2016 summer, uh, Slipknot is going to be touring with Marilyn Manson for a two-month trek uh, beginning June the 9th in Salt Lake City. Uh, last year, Slipknot actually was on tour with Lamb of God, but now they're going to be rolling with Marilyn Manson uh, going around North America. Again, that tour begins um, June the 9th in Salt Lake City. And they'll be hitting different amphitheaters before closing out with a hometown show in Des Moines, Iowa, on August the 5th. Def Leppard is the other legendary band that has announced that they are going on tour. They will be going on a 55-day, on an extensive summer tour uh, beginning May the 1st. Uh, they will be hitting different amphitheaters. Their tour, North American tour, along with REO, Speedwagon, and Sticks, uh, and Sticks will be hitting many different places, beginning in Orlando, Florida, at Moonfest, May the first. Uh, Def Leppard's uh, tour will also take, bring them to here in the DMV area. They will be hitting Jiffy Lube Live on August the tenth. So, for all you folks in the DMV who are fans of Def Leppard. Uh, definitely be on the lookout for tickets to that day. We'll be hitting this area on August the 10th, Jiffy Lube Live in Bristow, Virginia. Uh, Slipknot, uh, so both those bands hitting the road, getting ready to bring that sound to, to, to the masses. So be on the lookout for that. And one quick note, just like our, our own Bishop Eddie Kane celebrating a birthday today, uh, this week another a, leg- a legendary hip-hop artist is also celebrating a birthday. That would be Method Man. Method Man on March the f- on March the second is celebra- celebrating his 45th birthday. Can you believe that? 45. The uh, rapper and actor, uh, uh, integral part of the Wu Tang Clan, has also done some acting. Acted um, most notably in uh, Belly, as well as How High. He also had a recurring role uh, in the hit in the hit drama The Wire, uh, as well as a guest role in uh, uh, a guest role in Blue Bloods. So happy birthday to the M E T H O D man! Man, twenty-five, man. How about that? Yeah, that is. Yes. Huh? 
I said, his old handsome self, yes. I just need him and the rest of the Wu to just come out and just be like, we're going to give you our world tour. That would make my life. That's yeah, if you, can, if, you can, if, if you can just get them jokers on the same page, you know, because right now, in fact, a lot of them ain't really feeling the rizzle. Mm-hmm. I can believe that. I just want them to just go ahead and just just <laughs> get along for one tour. Disagree to disagree and just throw out a tour and just give me the whole 36 chambers all over again. And I'm good. I'll be in a happy There you place. go. There you go. There you go. Well, that's your that's your quick three for the day. And so now that we've gotten a quick three out the way, we need to get this out the way. Yep, that's right. Battle of the Best is back. Yours truly is your defending champion, and tonight we are going to put on display the very, the very well-known genre of the reggae dance, dance hall genre, and each of us have picked a reggae song that we are going to play for you guys to battle it out to see who's going to be the champion of Battle of the Best. So again, I'm the champion, so of course I'm going to go last, but between my two co-hosts, who's Who's going to go first? Why do, does the birthday boy want to go first or does do he want to wait? You know what? I don't mind going, I don't mind going first. I don't mind going first at all. Uh, this song is an old school song. It's a song that sounds like I remember hearing a lot when I was younger. Um, and it's got a mixture, actually. Uh, y- y'all know I love me some R&B. Let's be for real. I love all music. Y'all know, y'all know I'm an R&B fanatic to a certain extent. But this yep. particular song has got the combination of both. It's got some R&B and it's got some and it's got some reggae. And it's by a group by the name of UB40. Title of the song is Red Wine. Now, all my old schoolers know this song. New school, y'all know this song. We're gonna educate y'all tonight. So that's my song. <laughs> I, I submitted for Battle of the Best. Red y'all Wine by UB40. Y'all gonna learn today. We're gonna learn today. UB40 Red Wine. This is the vicious pick right here on Battle of the Best. We about to get into it, y'all. Let's go. Let's get it. Thank you. 
red, red wine, you make me feel so fine. You keep me rocking all of the time. Red, red wine, you make me feel so grand. I feel a million dollar when you're just in my hand. Red, red wine, you make me feel so sad. Anytime I see you go, it make me feel bad. Red, red wine, you make me feel so fine. Monkey packing music on the sweet From above, red, red wine. I love you right from the start, right from the start. With all of my heart, red, red wine in a AC style, red, red wine in a modern day style. Yeah. Give me a little time, let me clear up my mind. Give me a little time, let me clear up my mind. Give me red wine, kind, let me feel fine, let me feel fine all of the time. Red, red wine, you make me feel so fine. I remember that song. 
I remember that song. I grew up on that song. Like, yeah, like, I, all right, I got my song. Like, that's why when Queen was like, I just hope since that don't, y'all ain't got the same song as me. I was like, oh, I, I can, I'm certain we ain't got the same song. I'm certain. We ain't got the same song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I knew I didn't have the same song. I knew that for a fact. So, matter of fact, speaking but, uh, of Queen Poison, what, what, what you got, Queen Poison? So, I'm very confident in my pick tonight. Mm-hmm. Like, super-duper confident. So, speaking of old school, Minds blends hip-hop and reggae together. And it's a classic flat-out. The song I chose was Dolly My Baby, by Supercat featuring Mary J. Blige and Biggie. Oh, see? Okay. You definitely did. I, you know what? Yeah, you did. You did. And I, I, I should have known when you asked if anybody picked Supercat. It's all right, though. <laughs> come, come on with it. Come on with it, though. Come on with it. Come on with it. This is what, this is what Battle of the Best is about. When she when she said Supercat, I was like, uh huh. I think I, I think I know where she's going with this one, but we'll see. So we go we gonna cue that up real quick. Again, you guys out there, y'all want to get interactive with us? Definitely, definitely, definitely. You know, hit us up on the phone three four seven two one five eight five five eight. Again, three four seven two one five eight five five eight. You can hit us up. Uh, you can hit us up on Twitter at TSOTS Production, at DC's People's Champ, at Queen underscore Poison with two I's and zeros instead of O's, and at Born A underscore Champion 2. We are a very interactive show. And then also remember that the poll for this Battle of the Best will go up on our TSOTS for, uh, Mic Check Forum right after the show. So after this show is over with, you can log on to Facebook, facebook.com. You can search us out, TSOTS Presents, Mic Check. Go on there. The poll will be pinned at the top of the page, and you will get to pick which one of these songs we're playing is the best, and um, the winner will be announced on this show uh, next Thursday. So definitely go on there, and you can only vote once. We have to make sure that you can only vote once if somebody out there decided it's going to vote more than once and all this other nonsense. So we have to make it so you can only vote once because, you know, you got to make a choice. You know, life is all about choices. Uh, give me a second here, y'all, because my, my computer is a little it's a little weird right now. It's acting a little weird right now. Uh, I don't know why it's want to act weird now, but uh, we'll, we'll, we're not going to talk about that. Um but uh, once again, we're here in the Battle of the Best. We're getting ready to play the Super Cat track that Queen Poison has so as as is going to bless us with, and then we're going to get into my joint. Like I said, my joint is, a, is an old school joint as well. So uh, once we get that going, we will let you guys decide, and then once you guys decide, we'll go from there. All right. Hmm. This is interesting. Interesting. All right, you know what? Hey Queen, let's 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 skip yours real quick so we can try to get it up here. Um we're gonna let me let's let me get mine out the way so we have time to find, to look for it. So 
I'm just gonna throw mine out there. This is an old school joint. How many of y'all? How many of y'all remember uh, the game song uh, "One Blood"? I do. You remember that joint? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, he got that. He basically sampled the voice from this track right here by Junior Reed, which is goes by the same name, One Blood. It's a very Junior Reed was known as one of the most conscious uh reggae singers around. He was very conscious, he always had a message to his song, so we're gonna get into that real quick and then we're gonna see get we're gonna jump back to Queen Poison and her pick. So let's just jump into One Blood, which is my pick for Battle of the Best. We'll be right back. Modern vampires of the season, I did blood, blood, blood. You could have come from Rima, or you come from jungle. You could have come from firehouse, or you come from Tower Hill. One blood, one blood, one blood.
her family has come out and has said that, and basically it said, and I quote, take Nina's name out of your mouth for the rest of your life. So I want to get you guys' thoughts on this whole situation with with Zoe, who is an American, a Puerto Rican, and Dominican descent to play the role of the ever-famous and legendary Nina Simone. Uh, Queen, let's start with you. Mm, I had very mixed emotions <laughs> because at first I was like, well, at least it wasn't a white girl that they tried to cast or someone that's a whole lot lighter than Zoe. Zoe does have some pigment. She got some melanin. Not as dark as Nina <laughs> Simone, but she does have melanin. I'm going to say definitely And then not I dark. sat there, and I was like, this sounds bad. Like, it almost sounds like this could be as bad as the Aaliyah biopic. <laughs> this could very well be as bad as Flex doing Michael Jackson. <sighs> yes. It, it, it has so many ways that it could go left. And then I saw the article, I believe, on U.S. Weekly's website where they did post a tweet from Nina Simone's estate saying exactly what you just said verbatim, keep Nina Simone's name out of your mouth for the rest of your life. And I'm just sitting here like, ouch. Like, that says a lot because her daughter is still well and alive. And I was like, I can only imagine if someone that was probably the same shade, if not lighter than me, tried to play my mother. And I'm wondering if, for one, who is directing this? Who is uh, the funding uh, for this? I got to uh, know. Um, um, it's a white chick. It's a white lady, though. It's a white lady. I, okay, I watch first of all. <laughs> real quick, though, real quick, you guys. Uh, first off. The the, the the harsh response from Nina Simone's estate came from a tweet that Zoe sent out in response to the out the, the outcry that has been received from the trailer that came out showing her basically with darker complexion and a prosthetic nose and stuff like that. She actually quoted Nina Simone saying, I'll tell you quote, I'll tell you what freedom is to me. No fear. I mean really no fear. Which prompted them to respond and say, cool story, but please take Nina's name out of your mouth for the rest of your life. So, yeah. Um, now, but, here's uh, my thing. Let's call, this, let's call this exactly what it is. People calling it blackface because the definition is someone of a lighter complexion putting on dark darker skin. paint. Right. Exactly. Now, low-key, this could come off as racist because for a long time, <laughs> Zoe was not claiming to be one of us. She was not. However, however, I commend her for wanting to be, you know, owning up to the black side and wanting to play a black woman. However, baby, this was not the role for you. There were so many other <laughs> candidates that could have been better suited. Honestly, I feel like a better person to play Nina Simone should have been Viola Davis. That makes sense to me. I, I'm, I'm, what I'm going to do is, because I watched a video earlier about this whole thing, and they put up a because because the original person that was supposed to play or portray Nina Simone was supposed to be Mary J. Don't know what happened, uh, uh, whether she backed out of it or or not, or 
the director just decided to go with Zoe Zaldana. But um, even Mary the video. Jane, Mary Jane Blige? Yes. Oh, hell no. Mm-mm. Yes. Mm-mm. Really, <laughs> the, he said, hell no. Why hell no? The, the, because that makes absolutely no sense. If you would have told me Lauren Hill or Viola Davis, I would have been all for it. I would have been like, oh, I'm be the first one in the front row with my bag of popcorn. I'm going to sit there and buy a $20 bag of popcorn and a $10 cup of icy and sit there with some raisinets and be tuned in. Like, put this in the theater, like, expeditiously. Like, now. <laughs> but because it's not a person of color that has natural hair like Nina, dark skin like Nina, even shape that has a deep voice like Nina, all those things make sense to me as to the people I would choose. But because this is Hollywood and they're based upon looks and they want her to have this exotic look and not to be what would be actually historically correct. <laughs> I mean, like, come on, like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much, pretty much basically uh, Mary J. Blythe was originally casted to portray her. Again, don't know if Mary J. Blige backed out if they just decided to go in the direction of with um, Zoe Zaldana, but the, the 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 video listed because it was a news it was a news group that did the coverage, and they said there were a host of others, and Viola Davis happened to be one of them that they said could have played or or, or did or would have done a fantastic job as far as portraying Nina Simone. And um, uh, the director tried to sit up there and quote um, as well um, something Nina Simone had said. But they also have it to where Zoe herself sat up there and said that she didn't feel this was the role for her, but Nina's story needed to be told. And my issue with that is, if you personally can admit this is not the role for you, regardless of how much you felt like her story needed to be told, why not back out? Period. Because Amen. Because at because at, at the end of the day is at the, at the end of the day, yeah, you black faced. You're not as dark as her. Your hair was nowhere near. In a natural state, so I'm quite sure the point was they got her wearing a wig, because the scene I saw is exactly what it looked like, freaking wig, and she looked crazy. Like no, when you could have got someone like Viola Davis. Hell, I don't even care if you had to win and got the lovely, beautiful Angela Bassett. And we all know Angela Bassett can play the hell out of somebody. Oh yeah, she played the hell out of Team Summer. You say? Yes, she did. But. To coincide, and and that's what they tied it into, of because they showed a clip of white folks back in the back in the early thirties and all that type of stuff, doing blackface, face all painted black. They even did some. They even showed some recent pictures of some white folks doing it. I think back in like 2014, like for Halloween, painting themselves black and all that type of stuff and all that type of stuff. I have an issue with that, I will ha- and I have a strong issue with that. 
Because at the end of the day, the simple fact is that that's not cool. And I don't care how much you try to sit there and say, oh, it's, it, was, it was just for Halloween or, oh, you know, she just did a fantastic job. She herself, out of her own mouth, said this was not the role for her. Story needed to be told. And it's funny you mentioned that, Eddie. It's it's funny you mentioned that, Eddie, because uh, I'm looking at a news story from uh, a, a publication in your in England, and at the time that Saldana was cast for this role, Nina Simone's daughter Lisa told the New York Times, and I quote. My mother was raised at a time when she was told her nose was too wide, her skin was too dark, and appearance-wise, this is not the best choice, end quote. And then just earlier, like early uh, Thursday, the day we're recording this, uh, Nina Simone's estate tweeted out, quote, hopefully people begin to understand this is painful, gut-wrenching, Heartbreaking, nauseating, show crushing. It shall pass, but for now, in quote. So, yeah, I mean, even Nina's daughter felt that appearance-wise, this wasn't the best choice. Here's my here's my feeling on it. After hearing you say that, you know, Nina knew, not Nina, um, that Zoe knew that she wasn't the right fit for this one. Why would you accept it? And then say, exactly. well, because Nina's story needed to be told. Let somebody else tell it then. That's just like the whole controversy over the uh, the girl who was supposed to play in the Aaliyah biopic. That whole controversy. And it's like, if you know you're not fit for the role, don't take it. Because exactly. nobody's going to respect you and nobody's going to watch it if they know that you don't fit the role. Everybody went and watched that Aaliyah biopic, and it was a it was like an Aaliyah biopic, and it was a travesty of justice, just like the TLC uh, the the TLC biopic was a travesty of justice. And whoa, I whoa, got whoa, a feel whoa. Actually, still, that one wasn't that bad. That wasn't that bad. I got. I'll put it. I'll put it. I'll put it this way. It wasn't. It wasn't great, but it was watchable, especially if you compare it to the the Aaliyah biopic. It was. It, I would watch that before I'll ever, 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 ever watch that Leo biopic ever again. Leo biopic was a travesty of justice. At least with TLC, like the people that they had playing them looked remotely close. It yeah, was that Leo biopic was. They didn't even look nowhere near close. Wendy no, Williams not at all. herself for that shit. Not, not at all. Not at all, not at all. But but this, I will say this, you know what I'm saying. And I I I'll one day we will be like, like like we going on a bigger stage. Uh, to and I'm gonna say this now. Is that I wish my people stopped selling out to Hollywood. Money ain't everything. There is there is some point in time. You have got to take some pride in your culture and in your heritage and, and defend it, period. Stop selling out for some freaking few dollars. It ain't worth it. It's not worth it to sit up there and let somebody rape your culture for dollars. Mm-hmm. Stop. Mm-hmm. 
and I will, and I, and I will also I, and, and I will also say this to to white Hollywood, and yes, there is a white Hollywood, plain and simple. It is they, the majority of them control Hollywood. That's why you, that's the reason why we have this situation that we're talking about now, with this with this biopic of Nina Simone, basically pretty much looking like it's not gonna get some rave review, not gonna get good reviews, uh, because they should have got somebody else. White Hollywood, stay away from wanting to portray black entertainers, performers from back in the day or even current day. Stay away from it. If you are not going to do it justice, if you are not going to tell the absolute truth, stay away from it. Keep your keep your extra stuff, because I'm going to say it nicely versus saying what I really want to say. Keep your extra stuff away. We don't need it, nor do we want it. So you save all the the unnecessary, save the exaggerated storylines. If you ain't going to tell the truth, if you ain't going to portray them to some fact for who they are, what they were, what their contribution to society, to history, to, to music, or to acting, period, stay away from it. We don't need you. Let the church say amen. Amen. Shit, I got one man. last point. Okay. So, my last point with the whole Nina Simone story. I'm going to need for people to go ahead and pull up Netflix. If you don't have it, go ahead, get it as the app. It's available for your smartphone. Go ahead and get the free trial, borrow somebody's password and username. Whatever you need to do that's necessary, hop on Netflix and watch the documentary called What Happened, Miss Simone. That's a whole documentary based on Nina Simone's life, which is why I kind of don't understand why they're trying to do a biopic like it's already not a documentary out that her daughter actually has her hands in. Her daughter, you know, actually... It was like, okay, you know, here's my face here I am to show you that I'm a part of this and this is the truth about my own mother. I wanna say on on that's one of the best documentaries I've ever seen. And I'm very critical as far as when it comes to documentaries in certain movies. You gotta be and I wanna say that's gotta be. Down, one of the best ones. And I trust your word. I trust your word. So I'm definitely going to check it out, cause I, but I trust your word. But you got to be critical because they love to exaggerate when it comes to doing documentary and biopics. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like they, they, they love to do it because they, they love to give it that Hollywood feel. If they feel like, in fact, oh, well, you know, it, it's it's not it's, it's not enough drama or, if, you know, it's, you know, it's, this is just not, we don't think this is good enough. It ain't about whether or not if you think it's good enough. Truth is truth. And, say and that, that documentary fairy tale, is really wrong. That, that say that fairy tale bull crap. Give me the truth. I wouldn't, I, when you're doing, when you're doing a, a biopic about someone or a documentary on someone or on something, the truth is necessary. The truth is the most critical part of it. The truth shall set you free. Come on now, son. That bottom damn line. Truth is such free now. 
don't think Absolutely. they realize that. And I think that's another that's another part of this. This is gonna be my last point, then we're gonna get back into the battle of the best. So we got we got the, the technical difficulties straightened out. The bottom line is this. Just like the Aaliyah biopic, nobody from Nina Simone's family has a hand in this. Nobody approved of this shit. Nobody wants any part of this. So why are you pursuing it? Why is this even happening? Just like the Aaliyah biopic, none of her family, nobody had a hand in it. Nobody wanted it to happen. It happened anyway, and it was a colossal fail. And that's what I feel is going to happen with this one. Nina Simone's legacy and what she did for society is going to get shitted on because of this unauthorized BS biopic, the light-skinned chick playing the legendary Nina Simone. Bottom line. And what they should do is just scrap it, take, take, like, go ahead, take that L, and move on. But they're not going to do that. They're going to go forward with this, and it's going to blow up in their face. I mean, the damn trailer already caused them to get, like, to get backlash. Imagine what's going to happen when the entire freaking movie comes out. They just need to just go ahead and take this L and just keep it moving. Don't even put the, don't even put the movie out. Just take the L and keep it moving, period. Take that L keep it moving. All right. We done got that out the way. Now, we back to battling. We got we got uh Queen Poison song right here. We got it fixed, so we getting ready to play this joint real quick. Dolly, my baby, super cat. So we're gonna drop that on y'all. Then we're gonna talk about the state reggae dance hall. Uh so because, you know, all this all the issues, we're gonna go an extra thirty minutes, y'all, so that way we can get in we can all get in our talk about the state of reggae and dance hall. So Sit back and relax. We're going to keep it moving right here on my check on the TSOTS channel and the TSOTS app. Bomba Cloud, shoot up on fire, man. Baby girl, you will love us another. You may tell me that whenever. Some will love on forever. Step up for that in an area. Step in some gas in them out there. Dale, 
baby girl. Bling, bling, who's that with super cat? Right, right. Just black, where my troopers at? Uptown, uptown. Well, they got my back, but I'm still trapped. Got the real fat, fat track for my L rap black. Ain't no shame in my game, Jesse West is real. You think that I will scoop your girl? Oh, yes, I will. Check it, check it. It's a tactic, I'm a racket. I make solid jump up and girls get my neck and so bring it round the rosy. Pocket full of Josie, you know me. I'm low key, I'm smoking like a stogie. There is no way you can see me like. Wonder how I'm living it, how I'm living lovely It's a bad boy, 93 we coming through Kick it with the flavor dude, hit you on the one and two Then you on the mission, and you think I'm crazy Super cat, dally 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 my baby You're crazy, nah, nah, pump daddy hop Like super funk like you with mad props I beat the funky pop, remake it My man remake, it's the hot shit that they get on your radio
But like I said, I think it's going to be an interesting choice to see what gets picked. Because again, we all, there were three classic old school tracks. Classic. So, I mean, it's going to be hard to pick. I mean, I couldn't even sit here and tell you I would pick my own song. Because, I mean, you got the Super Cat joint, the, R, the UB40 joint. I mean, Jesus. Mm. We gotta let the people decide. Yep, the people are gonna get to decide. So they will decide. So, uh, why don't we go ahead and, like we always do, before we get into our discussion, take a pause for the cause. Because we're gonna give y'all what we feel is the state of R&B, I mean, R&B, reggae, and let you know what we think about it and everything like that. So, we're gonna go ahead and play you a little R&B, a little reggae track here. Uh, we're gonna play a little something, something from from Riri Rihanna. Uh, this song is called "Work" and it features that boy Drake. So we're gonna go ahead and play that and take a pause for the cause and everything. And then when we come back, we're gonna start. To, we're gonna get into our discuss our main discussion of the night. So stay tuned with us. Glad you are with us. This is TSOTS Mic Check, and here we about to you about to get this work. Choose you. I don't want to rush into it if it's too soon. But I know you need to 
to get done, 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 done if you come over. Sorry if I'm way less friendly. I got niggas trying to end me off. Yeah. I spilled all my emotions tonight, I'm sorry. Rolling, 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 rolling. How many more shots until you're rolling? We just need a face to face. You could pick the time and the place. You will spend some time away. Now you need to forward and give me all the work, 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 work. Send me up your work, 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 work. You see me do my da 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 da. me for that wah 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 When you walk out, la 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 la. When I catch from my touch, 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 touch. Yes, indeed. You are tuned in to TSOTS Mic Check right here on the TSOTS channel and on the TSOTS app. Your boy, Decent People's Champ, Queen Poison, the birthday boy, the Bishop A.K. with you. And we get ready to get into our discussion on the state of the dance hall, the reggae music. So we are ready to get into that one. We've already talked about R&B. We talked about hip-hop. We did. We rarely talk about reggae, so why not get into that one? We already th- did some reggae music for the Battle of the Best, so we're going to get into it. So we're going to go ahead and get a little soundtrack here going, and then we're going to start talking. We're going to start talking, because that's what we're here for. we here for y'all. If y'all want to get in on the conversation, you know, give us a call, 347-215-8558. Just hit one. That way I know you want to speak to us. Again, 347-215-8558. And again, hit one. That way we know you want to speak to us. So, who wants to go ahead and start off with what they think is a state of reggae? That's wrong. Uh, I think I think the lovely Queen Poison should go first since she um, submitted the topic and all that type of stuff. I think she should go first, you know. Let ladies go first. I agree. I agree. Um, well, I kind of wish that it was more of it. It, it seems like as this year has started to go further and further, um, it's a few hot reggae tracks have come out. Um, of course, the one you just played by Brianna Work. She... she is true to her island roots because I swear every album she puts out, she puts out at least one reggae inspired track, and I'm here for all of it. Um, but it's quite a few artists I wish that would put out more. Like Rock City, um, actually put out mixtape late last year, and it I want to say only had like a few tracks on it. And one of the tracks that they did actually had Adam Levine on it, which I thought was a bit of a toss-up because I would have never thought of them doing a song with someone like Adam Levine. Not saying that it couldn't happen. Not saying it's impossible. It was more so improbable. So to see that happen was a bit of a toss-up. As well as um, Sean Paul's last album, he did a track with Iggy Azalea. Definitely didn't see that coming. But... She also had a track on her last album with Movado. 
So the whole her acting black thing. <laughs> She's trying to let us know, like, okay, I'm not just trying to act black. This is just who I am. I like this type of music, and I support y'all to an extent. So I'm just curious to see what else could come out this year. Chris Brown has a track called Brown Skin Girl with Rock City and Sean Paul on it. And it seems like unless you listen to these artists and, like, are a true fan, you would never know because those are not the songs that they put on the radio. Unless you are from the islands and known to be from the islands, like Rihanna, like Sean Paul, like um, Jacor, Pure, or um, it's, it's so many artists that are from the islands, but unless you listen to reggae as a whole, they kind of get brushed under the table because it's so many artists that we don't even think of. It's just the ones that we've heard on the radio, like Beanie Man or occasionally you might hear from Lady Salt. So, they don't get as much credit and due as other genres. Uh, what can I say? Um, I, I, I agree with you. It doesn't I mean, to me, this put me in the mind frame of what we talked about a couple of months ago about just about the state of R&B, like what's wrong with it and all that type of stuff, and how basically the actual artists that truly make real R&B music are, are overlooked and underrated, or they're considered neo-soul when it's actual R&B. So it's like reggae, it doesn't get enough... To me, I feel like it doesn't get enough airplay unless you know you're you're in a certain region of the country, and it's a certain station that plays. Other than that, or like you said, it's something to some fact to where it's it's a song or two to you know it may be one or two artists like you said, Beanie Man, Elephant Man, you know, to where they have one song that they felt was a good crossover song. And it gets radio play Other than that you don't too much hear anything else Anything else at all So it's The genre itself Has contributed a lot to music I mean to to the, the advancement of music The growth of music And it's necessary These artists there's There are some phenomenal reggae artists But you would not know Because they barely get any recognition You're absolutely right. Gotta do better. Definitely gotta do better. I agree. This is what I was gonna say when it comes to the state of reggae. The problem is that most, like, if you listen to all the all their songs from the day of the day, they all have something in common. They all have some kind of message, and they made sense. And that is the problem. I mean, it's the same thing with hip-hop and the same thing with R&B. You got too many of these characters who are just doing whatever to make a buck, and they're not putting actual effort into the craft. You know, whatever happens to the Beanie Man, the, the Shabba Ranks, the, the Super Cat, the UB40, the Junior Reeves, 
you know, all these classic R&B, all these classic reggae songs that, you know, the only way you can really listen to them is if you go to somebody's nightclub or somebody's party where they play these classic classic tracks. Other than that, you know, what do we have now? Like that Rihanna track, it was, it was, it was nice. I will say that, but at the same time, you know, it's just not a track I would grab a girl, bring out a dance floor, and dance with to that track. It's just I just wouldn't do it because it's just like, just, no, it just doesn't do that for me. You know what I'm saying? Or red wine or something like that. I would, do, you know, stuff like that. Or classes like, you know. One judge, she said that she's a legend of man nearly twice her age. Things like that. It had a message. You know, some of these guys were conscientious. Some of these guys, you know, had powerful political messages. Look at Bob Marley, for Christ's sake. Bob Marley was the innovator of reggae music and the innovator of having messages in their songs. That, that's when, that's, you know, people like that, are who are what need to come back and help save this genre. Because if not, this genre is going to be just like all the other genres. All we're going to have is a bunch of characters saying whatever, doing whatever, just to make money, and then this younger generation is going to buy into it and it's actually be good music when they don't realize songs like what's playing in the background now is good reggae music. Absolutely. Like this song right here, this is another song you get you a nice woman, especially a Jamaican woman, and they they back it up for you. Boy, I tell you what. <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah. man. I'm having I'm having flashbacks of H two O man after that happy hour after like going through that happy hour. Woo Lord have mercy. Nah bruh, no more dance hall clubs for you. You on probation. Wait a minute, how you gonna put me on hold on, how you gonna put me on probation though? Miss Crossroads every Wednesday so That you know how long Crossroads has been closed? It doesn't matter. You know how long H2O's been closed? I don't remember H2O. I believe that was before my clubbing days. So, <laughs> I'm going to just go ahead and leave it at that. You're making me feel old there. Jesus Christ. H2O wasn't that far before Crossroads. Jesus. I mean, I started clubbing at 18, and that was like in 2006. So, Jesus Christ. Man, I feel old now. Fuck. <laughs> but I think we're all in agreement, though. I think we're all in agreement, though, that just like R&B, just like hip hop, the real artists are, are are need to need to be brought up to the forefront in order Absolutely. to keep this genre relevant and to keep this genre entertaining. Absolutely. It's just that's what needs to happen, and then you know what. Another way that arm that that reggae has remained relevant is the fact that a lot of artists have, you know, have, have sampled a lot of these songs to their songs. Like you look at 
like you look like you said, like I mentioned, like, one blood. Like Game did a whole song of that, and it's one of my favorite Game songs. Like he killed that yep. track. Mine too. So you murdered that track. I mean, you look at the Super Cat joint that was played. You had Biggie on there. You know what I'm saying? A lot of reggae songs are are sample. I mean, you look at Sean Paul. Sean Paul got big. He was major in the nineties. Um, in reggae, he was major. And then you had a couple flops like Shabba Ranks and everything, and all that other stuff. That ugly month. Okay, all right. But um, <laughs> it was. It was. It. I mean, it's a. It's a. It's a genre that not very people, many people get into. But when you listen to it, it really puts you in a in a great place. It really puts you in a great state of mind, and everything like that. It's a relaxing state of mind. It's a fun. I listen to reggae, and it and it helps me to forget about the fact that it's like thirty something degrees outside and cold as crap, because it brings out the it's like reminds me of the spring and the summertime, you know what I'm saying? A nice spring or summer night at, at somebody's nightclub, getting you know partying and everything like that. Yes, I'm going back there. Don't don't judge, don't judge me, but it does. It just it brings me back to that. <laughs> it brings me back to that. It really does. You know what I'm saying, and I and I love it. You know, so reggae music needs to be saved some kind of way. These the artists that you know, these, those these artists need to get them, themselves out there, and you know, get you know get the get the genre back in 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 shape. You know what I'm saying? I agree. I All agree. right. Well, that was a that was a nice little discussion there. Uh, we still got some time left. We still got some time left. Time left. Time left. Uh, I wanted to talk about a story that we posted on our uh, on our forum earlier this week. Uh, it was actually posted. It was actually posted by uh, our, our regular uh, one of our contributors, uh, Lady T, who is a regular caller on the Skybox, which you can catch on Wednesday nights right here on this very channel. Um, regarding uh, well-known producer Arab Music, who was shot along with a friend in Harlem earlier this week, or late uh, late last week, actually. Uh, Arab Music was shot in his head, jaw, and right arm on uh, February 25th, while his friend was shot in the right leg in Harlem. Uh, The man whose real name is Abraham Orlana, was in the Pro Park America parking garage on 125th Street when he and his friend, 32-year-old James Malloy, were shot by an unsuspecting assailant who made the 26-year-old producer think that he dropped something before getting in a friend's BMW. Uh, Orlana rolled down his window for the assailant who opened fire into the vehicle. Now, Orlana, at the time that the news story, which you can find on the source, uh, website it was currently in Harlem Hospital recovering from surgery after suffering a graze roll to the head. He was in he's in stable condition and he has since uh, recovered. Uh, police did recover three 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 eighty caliber shell casings from the scene. As of now, there has been no news on whether anybody has been caught or anything like that. But shot. I mean, 
that's a shocking, shocking thing to happen. This man is a very well-known producer, and he's just with a friend, and all of a sudden somebody, you know, tries to tries to kill this man. Like, what, what, what's up with that? Man, this world in in itself is just crazy. It is. It is. It, 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 I don't really at this juncture. You just have people that are killing just for the sake of killing, you know, and they they, they don't really need a reason. It's, it's just killing for the sake of killing to kill someone, you know, or, you know, or killing to make a name for yourself, or you know, just stupid stuff, man. Like people are becoming more and more selfish. Cold-hearted, morally corrupted, no, no, no self-worth. None of that. This is just oh, either people trying to go after money or they're trying to go after notoriety in some way, shape, form, or fashion. I'm gonna do something that's gonna guarantee getting me my 15 minutes of fame. And it's like you cannot be freaking serious, particularly when it comes to taking the life of someone else. Now, mind you, we don't know the full spectrum or the full scope of this situation. We don't know the simple fact if it was somebody that was, you know what I'm saying, trying to rob him. We don't know the simple fact if his friend had beef with somebody and they and they just happened to take upon the opportunity, the simple fact, on scoping or Maybe it was somebody he had beef with. We don't we, we don't know. Because truth of the matter, those reporting the news, they don't know. But nevertheless, the child says they take this man's life. And for what? Like, for real, for real, for what? My, like, here's, my, here's the funny thing. You mentioned, you mentioned like, a 15 minutes of fame, like, shit like that. It won't get you 15 minutes of fame. It gets you 15 of life. If you want to be, if you want to be technical about it, oh, oh, don't get me wrong. Yeah, but they're not thinking. They're not thinking that, that far. That's in fact. Oh, I can, I can get caught and do time, or better yet, when I get caught, all they're thinking about is the news coverage, them becoming notorious. It's just like that's what they're thinking about. I'm gonna get my 15 minutes of fame. Yeah, you gonna get your 15 minutes of fame of being on CNN and 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 whatever other news outlet that's gonna cover this, and then that's it. But now you gotta deal with the aftermath, which is you getting probably 15 a life for murder. Yeah, I'm sorry. There's no there's that don't balance out at all, at all. But then, but people, but people are not using. It seems like social media, and I hate to really blame social media because murder and crime has always been going on. But at, but to the extent and the level that it has gotten to now, social media plays a part in that because of how people are using it to become famous for stupid, oh, yeah. dumb stuff. Don't don't sugarcoat it. Don't sugarcoat it. Tell us how you really feel. Shit. Uh, like like I'm I I am so tired of every time I turn around, there's another killing going on, another senseless killing, another senseless, uh-huh. uh, another senseless 
beating. Like, like it's, it's like we literally have jumped into a time machine and we're going back in time. That's what it feels like. Like we are going back in time to segregation days, to Jim Crow days, like, like, like we literally going back to the to the to the hardcore days of of the civil rights movement. That's what that's what it looks like. We're, the direction we're heading, because all this from the from the police brutality to all the to just just Chicago alone. The fact they don't call it Chicago no more, Chirac, because of all the senseless killings. On a on a daily basis, why? And the people that's doing it cannot give you a justifiable reason because there is no justifiable reason for killing someone other, at least in my eyes, other than self defense. If you are protecting yourself or protecting your family, but as far as to just simply go out and take someone's life for the sake, either because they live on the opposite side of town or they're in an opposite gang, or because, in fact, they might have accidentally stepped on your shoes or for whatever other dumb, ignorant reason that people are sitting up here and taking people's lives? No. No. When you kill someone just to sit up there and make a name for yourself, I'm, no, there's something wrong with you mentally. Amen. Grand Poison, mm-hmm. how, how do you feel? I believe Eddie just wrapped that up in the nutshell. Like, mm-hmm. I, I ain't got no words after that. He took me to church for a hot second. There you go. Man, Eddie been on fire tonight, man. It needs to be his birthday every day so he can be, man, that boy on fire. Right. Let me tell you why. Because someone, someone said something in, on Facebook uh, a couple of days. Matter of fact, Monday, uh, Tuesday. Cause everybody know, you know, Tuesday was the first. And somebody said something about, you know, okay, Black it, yeah, February is over, it, is over, but it doesn't mean that Black history is done. We're still, we're, like, Black history is still being made. It's we're still relevant. We're still here. And it's like, I wish I can take that and put it on every major network, every major channel, and get and, and have it something constant. To show fact that every single black person that has a phone, understand you matter. Your life matters. It matters. So don't let no one else tell you differently. It matters. Take Amen. pride in your culture. Learn your heritage. Learn where you come from. Because where you come from goes far beyond the block that you live on. Where you Amen. come from comes goes far beyond the city that you live in or the state that you live in. So it's like let's start take let's start taking back pride in who we are as a people. Stop taking each other's lives. Amen. Amen. I couldn't have said it better myself. Right. I couldn't uh. have said it better myself. 
Well, I mean, that's a good way to close out the show. We only got 60 seconds left. Um, but, again, thank you all for joining us here for another edition of Mike's Chat. As always, you can get interactive with us. Hit us up on our, our, our official forum, which is our CSOCS presents Mike Chat. Just look us up on Facebook. You can follow us on Instagram at CSOTS Productions. You can follow us on Twitter at CSOTS Production. Uh, check us out on the web at twosidesofthestory.com. And also check us out on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash TSOTS Productions. Uh, you can also follow each of us on Twitter uh, DC, at DC's People Champ, at Queen underscore Poison, which is I, two, two I's and all zeros. And uh, born a under at born a underscore champion too. You can follow us on Twitter. Also remember. Skybox on Wednesday nights with myself, DC People's Champ. Of course, you got my, my man Chills and my homie Tiny Tim. You got us here on Thursday night. And as well, you have on Friday night, you got the good old-fashioned his and hers, all your relationship advice. You can get that there. And then the refresh on Sundays, the Bishop Eddie Kane is on those two shows. That's why we call him one of the hardest-working men in TSOCS. Yeah, this man got more shows than Jamaica's got jobs. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, but I love what I do. I love what I That's do. That's right. I love what That's I do. That's right. I, and I love and I love who and I love who I work with. So oh, yeah. let's get it, man. Let's get it and let's keep pushing to be better. Oh yeah, that's all we can do. You know, so that's all we can do. And as always, we can be better with each other, but we also can get better with you, the people out there. You guys make you you guys make it make it so that we can exist and. Do what we love to do, which is speak on sports, music, and relationships, and inspiration. And it's because of you guys that we are able to do this. So we thank you all from the bottom of our hearts. Uh, we thank our CEO, Poetry, for all his hard work with this channel. Uh, Dolce Diva, the VP, all all the on-air talent. And, again, you fans. Make make this possible. So thank you all very much. Uh, just remember, the poll will be going up as soon as we go off the air. The poll will be going up. Uh, we will have links to the songs in the description, in the comments, so you can take a listen to them and make your choices. The poll will close Wednesday, March the ninth at eleven p.m. So remember that you'll have up until ten fifty nine. On Wednesday, March the night, to make your choice. After that, it'll be closed, and we go from there. So, any last words, you guys, before we get up out of here? No, I think I said more than my fair share. Other than thank you, thank you, like literally, to everybody that supports the channel, that supports the vision. Uh, that poetry has that support each each of us individually and the and the T and the TSOTS family as a whole. We appreciate you. It is a joy to bring these shows to you guys week in and week out. I ain't gonna lie, y'all serve as just motivation to want to put the best possible show together 
and, and literally just give you all realness on every spectrum, whether it's covering sports, whether it's relationship, whether it's music, or whether it's encouraging you to push to be better. We appreciate those that faithfully listen, those that call in, first-timers, those that call back. We appreciate all the love, those that retweet uh, what we tweet. We thank y'all, like literally from the bottom of my heart, we thank y'all, especially for me. I, I, I Again, I love what I do. I love my my people that I co-host with because, for me, this, this is just an extension of my family. So I, I I I love what I do, and I'm grateful for this opportunity. So we love y'all. Go get you some rest. Because it, it's only Thursday. Y'all got one more day. Everybody got one more day. And the weekend will be here. So get you some rest. <laughs> Amen. 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 And once again, happy birthday to the bishop, man. Happy birthday, man. Hey, man. appreciate it, man. Appreciate it, man. We're going to party. I ain't going to lie. I'm partying all month. I'm just going to let it be known. There's 31 days. I'm partying all month. <laughs> Go, shawty. It's your birthday. <laughs> it was bad. Oh. We're going to get out of here. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you all next Thursday for Mic Check. Stay tuned. Tomorrow night, his and hers for the bishop. And the queen, I'm the champ. Peace and blessings. Deuces. Peace out. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. (gasps) No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.